Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash random tandem podcast. from the Saturday Night Live Dick in a Box. Yes! Is this where they got that from? It's a Dick in a Box. It's a Dick in a Box. Oh yeah! On my back. Oh! Oh! Got a back bag and I'm spraying the titties. That's what 30 is like. Oh my god. Wait a second, y'all. You alright? Heart palpitation. I thought you were having a stroke earlier. I didn't know what was going on. It is my like dirt. Smelling all different types of stuff. Blueberries, like, lemon, no, dirt. No, it was smell like dirt. It smelled like a fresh bag of dirt. And then I started driving a little bit more. I was like, hmm, it smells like a lemon. Like, I didn't know where the scent yeah, was coming from. Maybe it was strange. like rolling down the street. Rolling down the street. Okay. Um, What's up, niggas? Oh, we're back. Good evening. For another episode of a Random Tandem. Oh, y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's my dick in a box. <laughs> Random Tandem. <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome back. Um, are you anybody this week? No, I'm messed out as usual. Um, no. Uh, actually, I'm going to be a pineapple reader. <laughs> I'm going to be the pineapple reader. Because you know what, guys? Today I decided, I said, I'm going to get a refreshing beverage. This is really refreshing. It's the time. We um, haven't drank on the show in a while. <laughs> Did you just hit your tooth? <laughs> hit my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> We have not drank on the show in a while. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to head on to the store. <laughs> but ain't nothing more embarrassing like when you hit your tooth. Because one. That shit was loud. It's like, one, one is loud. And then two, you got to look around to see if anybody heard you. <laughs> you called and me three, out right away. Of- Nobody was new. Thanks a lot. All right. Continue. Continue. Move Man, on. I got to back my back. Come on, y'all. <laughs> So this week I'm buying Apple Rita and um if y'all haven't tried it, y'all know how we feel about Raz Burrita. Burritas. All of the Ritas. This is the thought juice. Um, thought juice. Ratchet you gotta, treat. You, <laughs> ratchet treat. Ratchet you gotta be careful because it will give you heartburn. So you only can do it. <laughs> Listen. You only can do it. Okay, now 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 pause for the cause. I know I do this a lot and and I just wanna I wanna ask everybody else, do they do it or am I the only one? When you drink something like real refreshing or like you eat something really good, what, stare like, at it. do you just look at it and analyze it? Like cause when I'm drinking something that's real good, I just stare at it for a while. But yeah. I don't really know what I'm looking at. Cause you're nuts. You're like, not. I do that with water when it's real cold. It's <laughs> like, like mm, where did wow, you come from? So good. But what it, so good. So, yeah, this week I'm going to be Pineapple Rita. And if you are in your local um, stores, go check it out. They have a couple. If you are in my city, please don't go take them all and drink them because I'm not going to be happy because I, if I can't get one. It says limited edition. They, they might know. bring this full time, though, because, you know, they always Pineapple say, like. Pineapple is something they, this shouldn't be limited. Right. They always say, like, the flavors that they bring out are, like, limited, and then they end up keeping them. This so ain't no limited. It's like, it, stop lying. This will probably be on the shelves in No, the I can see it limited like a 4th of July punch. Mm. Like a holiday punch. 
That would be good. Or for the July punch. What um, would it taste like though? Like a sangria, mm, like a like a real light. Like they have watermelon, Rita. So like maybe a, it would be like like maybe some berries with some passion fruit. Yeah, Ooh, a little bit of um, um. That's a little too sophisticated. But like, don't steal our uh, idea because if you, you do. Speaking we, of stealing, because cray, crayons then came. That came after Super Cent ass. They didn't stole her idea. I they know. are coming for her ass. Um, wellness check. Got a wellness check this week. Um, no, fam. You know what? The only thing about today is, and not even for this week. I broke my bra earlier, and I don't know whether to say it's got to go, or am I tired of bra companies? Both. So. Both. Both. We we talked about bras way mm. too much on this show, and they don't do us right. And ha- my titty is lopsided right now. <laughs> One's kind of low. One is going low. The other one is going going high. high. So (laughs) it's a little different. Um, I'm just I'm gonna get through. I am gonna get through, but it's gotta go. Yeah, you know I've been treating myself (laughs) way Um, too much. I just been treating my anybody else treat yourself. And this week I realized I didn't think that I'm not an emotional eater. It's probably stress eating. That's an emotion. And 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 eating on the go. Um, but I really listen here. The treats that I've been giving myself, listen, as if I deserve. <laughs> you, them. you would it's think like, that I deserve. Baby, come through. You deserve rounds tonight. Yeah, I don't deserve any of the things that I've been eating. I don't, eating. De- I don't even deserve. Treating. I don't even deserve it. I, need I to, don't deserve this. How I much sugar is in here? I need to deserve some water. There's so and, much sugar in this shit. Is it? I just want to look at the sodium. My feet probably going to be swole as fuck in the morning. It don't say. There's a lot of carbs in here. Oh, fuck. And it's only got 8% alcohol. You drink it fast enough, it'll hit you. Okay, well, looks like uh, we're going to take it to the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wellness check. Uh, I'm doing okay. Had a rough week. I'm not going to lie, but, you know, I'm here. And, um, yeah. So, you got a rant this week? Yeah, I do. Um, is yours pretty long or? Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay, so you know what? I don't want to say quickly. And I'm not going to draw this out because I think I've read about this shit before. I don't understand. And, and men, if y'all listen, can y'all help me out? I will never understand Ooh. Um, why niggas feel like being a parent is an option. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot, and I and don't. I'm not grouping everybody in this category. Hear me out, okay? Because there are women that ain't shit, or <laughs> you know, mothers that ain't shit, and there are fathers that ain't shit, okay? But for the majority of the time, niggas think that when they have kids, it's our responsibility. You know what I'm saying? We have the kid, we got to take care of it. I'll pop in and out. When I can, um, and y'all think this little funky child support is really gonna um do us some justice, you do know you have to do more than the child support payment that you send in every month, right? Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, I would like to say to all niggas, and I'm gonna make this a, a worldwide announcement, <laughs> and I want to make it very clear. If the mother of your child decides to ask you for something outside of the child support, you need to support, especially if she gives you supporting documents. 
Um, I had a conversation with my child's father and I'm not, he's not being on blast because he doesn't listen, but this is just for everybody else to listen and analyze and realize what the fuck you're doing in your situation as well. This might be a trigger for you. Um, I, I let him know. And if you're a parent, you know, that summer school summer is here. Camp is expensive. Daycare is expensive. Gas is expensive. Food is fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. Drinks are fucking expensive. Clothes are expensive. Haircuts are expensive. Dental appointments are expensive, etc., etc., etc. Go on, okay? Mm -hmm. I simply text the father of my child. I say, hey, you know what? I didn't want to bash you. I'm not going to say you're not doing shit, but you're not being the best father that you can be right now, okay? I simply said, hey, you know what? I got to pay $300 next week um, for child care for the week because I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to go to work, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, so I got to get somewhere to go. He got somewhere to go. We He got to go somewhere. Right. Okay. okay. So I said, you know, we got to do that. And then going forward this summer, you know, um, I'm gonna we gonna have to split the the childcare bill. I'm gonna have to pay a week. You gonna have to pay a week since you ain't doing shit because I asked you multiple times to I'm, this is a therapy session that I don't mm-hmm. need to bring my stuff in. Let me take that to the side. Um, anyway, he decides, you know what? She sent me a very, um, uh, what type of message? I, it wasn't rude. When I when I text you, direct. It's, a, it's direct and it's about business because we don't really have nothing else to talk about. So I said, you know what? We're going to handle that. You go half, I go half. Did I get a response? Why would you? No, but he read my message. But why would he respond when he reads it? I mean, come on. <laughs> come you on. Know? Why would he? And that goes, and this is just a sidebar, that goes for niggas as well. When a motherfucker texts you, and I know you got your phone in your hand, because I do 10 times out of 10, and a lot of times I don't respond, but that's neither here nor there. That's my The business. point is, if it is something important that needs to be addressed, you need to address it and move on instead of having this animosity, this this attitude right like i don't want to fucking deal with it because as much as you don't want to deal with it i don't want to fucking deal with it so just respond to the fucking message it's not that hard so long story short the motherfucker didn't respond right okay cool so i sent him a follow-up text message with supporting documents (laughs) okay and it's just not like no no piece of paper that i wrote on i have text messages and i have receipts and you still ain't did shit right cool um still never responded right did he read it though definitely oh yeah oh yeah definitely read it okay i know this is a let me let me just shut the fuck up on this (laughs) because i was finna go into whole details (laughs) you know niggas and and when you try to cut motherfuckers some slack it always bites you in the face because i don't know if you think i got money coming out the ass i don't know what you think like i don't know where you think it's coming from just because i'm taking care of kids and that goes for any other women or any other male that takes care of their child and the mother of the child that ain't doing shit Mm -hmm. i don't know what you think this entails being a parent is more than monetary it's emotional i'm stressed i got shit to do i'm running back and forth i gotta go here i gotta go there i gotta drop you off at school i gotta pick you up i gotta feed you i gotta wash you i got it's, it's like never a new job <laughs> it's never a woman woman's mm. job is never done i agree and i don't even have kids so women God carry bless. more burdens than money can buy mm-hmm. do you understand what i'm saying so the point is it's not about money it's about lifting stress off of our back and you refuse to do so but you feel like being a parent is an option oh i was busy i was busy as fuck too but you know what i gotta get shit done so the rent is take care of your motherfucking kids take care of your business respond to fucking text message in a timely manner and do what the fuck you supposed to do because that would alleviate 
alleviate <laughs> I can't even get my words out I'm so mad it would alleviate a lot of problems that is had in that relationship if you just do what the fuck you're supposed to do and that is my rant and it went a little bit too long but if you're listening and you are a parent then you you get it because I'm tired of high ass daycare bills and ain't nobody fucking helping me mm-hmm. I'm tired and I'm mm-hmm. tired of all the gas and mileages that I'm putting on my car to run a child that's both of ours somewhere okay mm. and that's it Ooh, i felt that all right um i had to take a sip of my margarita <clears throat> i had to take a couple so Ooh. hopefully let's get through this one um mine isn't uh as intense as yours mm, mm, mm. uh I just got mad but it's on the line of communication um i may have mentioned that i'm relocating I'm also purchasing a home. I have been in contact with contractors to give me estimates and basically give me bids on the work that I need completed. Um, This is not pennies we're talking about, people. Okay. Um, This is thousands of thousands of dollars. And I need this work to be done within the next month. I did my job. I've reached out in a timely manner. And... I have made sure that I've kept in contact with these people throughout the process. So had a contractor. Everything went well. He came by for the first time. You know, we discussed what I wanted. Cool. He was supposed to get back to me. About a week later, didn't hear from him. Called him and said, oh, hey, change my mind on just a small detail for the cabinets. I want them to the ceiling instead of just leaving a space where we'll add lighting above it. Don't need that. None necessary. I just want them to the ceiling. He says to me that he will need to um, come back out and remeasure. I said, cool. No problem. Let me know when you're available. We set up a time. That time came and it went. Text him. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, where you at? No response. Oh, hey, where you at? No response. Then I get on Snapchat. Now, this was a referral from someone, a personal friend of mine that knew of this guy that has been doing contracting for years. Get on Snapchat. This man is at a pool party. He's snapping all day. I mean, he's riding along the back trails and then revealing a huge mansion. He's at a pool party, barbecue, and have the time of his life. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there waiting on his ass to get back to me about a goddamn measurement. You stood me up to go to a pool party and you know that we follow each other and I was going to see it. And then I gave him the benefit of the doubt. The next day comes. I'm back in Chicago at this point. And I tell him, I said, well, you know what? You can set up a time with such and such to go back over to the house to take the measurement that you need. And his response was, oh, no, I'm cool. I can get an estimate. I can think of an estimate of how much those cabinets would be. So I'll get back to you. I said, cool. Just a reminder, I need these things by Thursday. That Thursday was two Thursdays ago, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think I've heard from him? No. And you know what? At this point, if I do hear from him, I'm going to tell him just how unprofessional he is, because these are not little dollars that we're talking about. If you didn't have the capacity for additional work, you could have said so. If you even thought that this wasn't a job that you were even interested in taking, then you should not have gone through this process up until this point just to not respond. And then lastly, why should I have to chase you to give you my money? And I'm really, 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 really tired of people that are in the service field or some sort of industry where they have people that are relying on them and they have poor communication. All it takes is a text. 
he gave me some excuse about his truck having issues okay cool but when you got that extra truck that you were riding in to go to your damn pool party you should have reached out at that time but you didn't so as far as i'm concerned fuck him and fuck all the other contractors that I've been having issues with because there is no reason. Like, I knew that buying a home would be stressful, but I didn't know that having to give somebody money would be this, 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 this painful. Like, this process has been unfucking believable. And I'm tired of it. It doesn't take much to communicate, as you said, Jacora, just anybody. It doesn't take that much. And y'all make it so fucking difficult. And then you ignore people's text messages and then you act like they have no reason to be upset when then they, when they reach out to you and then have an attitude. Because there's no reason why my text should have been sitting. There's no reason why I'm waiting a week and a half to hear back from you and I'm giving you thousands of dollars of my hard-earned coins. Fuck you. I'm tired of it. And you know what? I, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to go any further on that because I was almost going to start saying names. And Okay. All right. I'm done. Um, also a huge fuck you to pharmaceutical companies because y'all be giving out, y'all have all these medications that are supposed to do people good. But meanwhile, the recipient of all these things are fucked up. My body is all crazy. I don't even know what's going on half the time. And right now I'm having a hot flash, but you know what? I'm going to be all right. But a huge fuck you to all these pharmaceutical companies charging an arm and a leg for medicine. That's really like, you got a question like, is it really making me better or is it making me miserable? So that's it. I'm done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I had a stickier too. Yeah. So, anyway, last episode. Uh, just want to thank again Jakiva for coming on the podcast, sharing her story. That was a very intense story. Thank you so much again for being on. Um, shout out to her and her husband because you know she's been um having some stuff going on this last week, and I just pray to all my little loopy survivors and warriors that are fighting this thing i pray that we pull through because this shit is rough but thank you to her for sharing her story again on the episode you got anything else i don't know all right guys uh yeah you want to hop on into it sorry about that last episode you know y'all was actually receiving it pretty well so we're gonna hit you with a second one but uh you got anything else buddy you want to hop into it we're fanning ourselves, by the way, because it's, it's so extremely hot. hot in here. Oh, my God. If I had a wig on, I would take it off. Um, I don't have any black girl magic this week. Actually, I didn't have one, but um, sidebar, I'm going to just go ahead and, and give that to Issa for giving us all the black magic that we needed. Every time. Every time, from her dress to the speech that she gave in front of Kim Kardashian. I think that was the closest thing to cussing Kim Kardashian yeah. and Kanye West out that you could get yeah without actually being in front of them to yeah. cuss them out you just made them feel real stupid and i applaud you for that because yeah. they need it because they really act like they're just so above and like we didn't really speak on just like the whole issue with kim kardashian and the whole standing up for kanye thing on twitter with the whole donda association but kim needs to sit the fuck down she really she's like on the edge of like being remedial but where she still thinks her power and influence gives her the intelligence to really come at certain people a certain way no sit on down and Issa did just that because you look real stupid for all of the stuff you and your husband have been doing. So mm-hmm. shout out to Issa. Shout out to Issa. That's and it, and all magic. it took was a couple little quick seconds and then she moved on. And that's all it takes. That was it. And the she was sitting was right there, front and center. Because I, want, I really wish I could have saw her face. I wish. I wanted to see her face. I wish. I bet you she And was. I wish she... I wish, can and, you imagine if she tried to clap back? Issa would have got her the 
fuck together. Everybody would have got her to fuck together. And she knew better because you can only fuck with a certain amount of people. Like, you know, that family, we talk about this family a lot about how we don't care for them. But I think they think they've been embedded in the uh, the culture for a while that and they think that they have like a no, past. That's a hard no. no. That's a hard no, bitch. And I just know, and you know how sometimes like white girls and I, no shade, but you know how sometimes white girls, they'll say their shit. And then when you clap back, they get super embarrassed, like, and they just don't even know what to say. That's probably how she was sitting there. She probably damn near peed on herself. She probably was uncomfortable. She was probably so uncomfortable. Good. Um, good. Um, my black magic goes, and you know what? This is probably old by now, but shout out to Sierra and Russell Wilson. Uh, they were, um investors into an initiative that will bring a baseball team major league baseball team to portland um and she will be one of the very first uh women to uh be a part of that if this comes to fruition so shout out to sierra shout out to russell shout out to them and i just i just commend them and you know i just really i really think it's gonna take for a nigga to drag me down like into the dirt and the mud in order for me to get russell like, cause I, mean, I need to know, like, what, like, what it, what was the prayer? Like, I, like, what was the prayer? <laughs> no, seriously, what was the prayer? <laughs> like, I, like, I Sarah. think, it's, I think it's gonna take for that nigga to like drag me down. Look at like Angela Bassett in, um, um, waiting to exhale. Girl, Do you hear what I'm saying? In last. order for me to get picked up by a Russell, I just need to know what was the prayer. Yeah. I need to know as well. What was the prayer? And yeah. speaking of prayer, my phone just told me I need to pray on this. It gave me my app. <laughs> gave me a notification from my app to tell me to read my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it knew you were a little. You were getting a little hot. It knew you were getting a little hot. Okay. Um, um, oh, there's a lot start? of mess of this week and keeping up the trend of Russell and Sierra. Even though this ain't got shit to do with them, but it does. We got bitches out here flying different places, not knowing proper etiquette. Okay. <laughs> bitch you knew you knew you knew if you was going out <clears throat> you was getting flown out you knew what time it was and that's the joke because she wasn't even flown out so you should have really her. knew what was me, going on first of all i ain't flying no motherfucking where you got me fucked up that's a fact you got me fucked up unless i'm coming to see you and like she said she was in the studio i'm funding my own trip because we're gonna be working in the studio I just, she knew what was up. But yet and still, you wanted to say, oh, it ain't like that. And he locked me out the room. Bitch, you wasn't dropping them draws. And you that's know. terrible. That's terrible on his behalf to think that a bitch is a, yeah. these niggas got some some motherfucking nerve just because you got a, a coin, a check, mm-hmm. a diamond, a rock, some <laughs> fucking, fucking Louboutins, some fucking, I don't know. Y'all just think a bitch is supposed to come, open her pussy, and fuck you. And, you got, and that wow. is where you have me fucked up okay. and she wasn't she she said she he had her fucked up but i don't know if he did because she actually flown her ass down there she flew herself out there and you know what she kept trying to add in there and we're talking about future and this girl for if for anybody who hasn't heard by this point but um she even mentioned like you know i thought we were going for some studio time it's like if we were going for some studio time bitch he actually would have made accommodations for you he told you to buy your ticket so you should have known what that was and to i'm gonna reimburse with. you and I want you to be waiting in some lingerie. And that, to me, says right there, bitch, you were being bought. 
okay because you had to finance your own way out there he wasn't even interested in fucking you for real enough to pay for you to get out there so that should have said right there you should have stayed your ass wherever the fuck you was at and minded your business now, i can see if he was trying to hide it from somebody like hey i'm slide you know do it on the car i'm slide it to you yeah. we good but no he nigga, even you knew that. you knew when your ass got out there that you was gonna have to bust it open but you thought it was something <laughs> else but my thing is on, on, really on, as a, as a like... sidebar I don't feel like, excuse me, I feel like these niggas are fucking insane to think that just because you fly a motherfucker out, you supposed to get some pussy. You got me fucked up too. I could change my mind. And that's a fact. So I don't know where these niggas get off just because you think you got an Hermes belt or some motherfucking bathing apes. I don't even know if that's still in style, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what started the beef between Pusha and Drake. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> so I just don't even know. But my thing is, you knew who the fuck Future was. Exactly. Bitch, you knew this nigga ain't bringing no bitch to no ceremony. He's talking about popping mollies and p- fucking a bitch and some Did Gucci flip flops on the marble floor. This nigga do not give a fuck about bitches. You see how he got he treated Sierra? He don't care. So why would you think he would be want to k- give you roses? And, and, and romanticize you and that ain't even a word it is a word romanticize i think it is oh well see. the more you know the more you know speaking of did you see that picture of him with his eyes all dilated he was high off of something that nigga he's is a on a lot head. of different things he's a crack that head. is all you can explain it i don't care he if he's is. technically not on crack anytime a, a nigga get on a song la dee da dee da stop <laughs> on me not like nigga you are a crackhead crackhead <laughs> I just talk about the Maybach. I, I, I cannot like, lie. He, he produces some hits. Yeah. I'm not going to lie because yeah. I vibe. I vibes. Yeah. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's actually with his glasses on. He's not bad looking. I probably would like, you know, I'd probably holler if I knew he, if I knew, if I didn't know he was a crackhead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, hmm. Where do you want to go with this? I got a lot of random ass stuff. I don't know. You tell uh,. Me. Okay, let's just get the stupid stuff out of the way, like the stupid stuff we're not really worried about. You know, we try to keep y'all like a good balance of the trash and then the trashier. Um, the trash is y'all president is still acting stupid. Um, he's acting like a child. You know, he's rescinding offers that nobody accepted um, in terms of having the Philadelphia Eagles come out to the White House after they said that nobody was coming. You gonna rescind the offer as if they actually gave a fuck to Nigga, begin we with. Just we told you we not coming. So there's that. And then today he announced that he wouldn't be inviting anybody who won the NBA championship. But they even told you before the finals even happened that nobody is coming to see your ass. So he's doing a lot of different things. Do your Googles. He is instituting modern day um, concentration camps. So I really want y'all to be aware of that. I don't care what you call it, but those are concentration camps. So do your Googles. Um, Muller, you're doing a lot of good things. I kind of see where you're going with this, but I need you to speed it up a little bit because we're tired. We are absolutely tired. Um, also, I we I forgot to mention this last time, and this is not trash. However, Santonia um, Brown had a clemency hearing on May 24th, and now it is up to Tennessee's mayor, Bill Haslam. And I attended school in Memphis, uh, and this man... It is a pill. He's a pill. He's uh, somewhat like y'all president. Um, and I just pray that the facts outweigh his clear racism because 
if his if her life is in his hands, I'm scared because this is and to anyone who isn't familiar with Santonia Brown, she is a young lady that was imprisoned was imprisoned at yeah. the age in prison. Is this pineapple Rita kicking in? Um, in prison at the age of 16, she was sold into a sex trafficking ring and she killed her customer who was trying to rape her. Um, she did steal from him. However, you have to really take into consideration the circumstances. She was 16 years old. She was probably scared. She was probably more worried about getting the money that she was supposed to get for her pimp or whoever was over her than worrying about whether or not that would be considered an official crime outside of self-defense. So this young lady has been in jail for over 15 years. And if it's in the hands of Bill Haslam, you know, let's just send up a quick prayer for her. Um, because this could go either way. I'm going to sneak you out of jail, girl. Yeah. And uh, speaking of y'all, President, and the fact that we don't like Kim Kardashian. Um, I'm not talking about her ass. <laughs> She's, she's not she had the somewhere. nerve to take her ass to the White House. Now, the only person that I want to say in this matter, and hopefully I wrote her name down because I'm drawing a blank at this time, Alice... I believe her name was Alice Johnson. She was actually pardoned um, from that said meeting. And, you know, Kim Kardashian really thinks, and people have been calling her a freedom fighter. And I just want to say a huge fuck you to y'all. Cause freedom these nuts. Freedom these. Like, cause there's no way. There's no fucking way. But, Shout out to her. She was also in prison in Tennessee where she was given a life sentence as a first time offender um, on a minor drug charge. So, a lot of stuff has been happening in Tennessee. So we hope that Santonia Brown gets the same freedom that Alice just received. However, fuck Kim Kardashian. Fuck y'all president. And that's all I have to say on that. Um, outside of that, would you like to get into Roseanne? Fuck that bitch too. Nope. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Um, I just want to say. I don't have no time for these racist motherfuckers. And I'm not all. giving them the, the light of day. So fuck all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Fuck every last one of y'all. Roseanne got the fuck up out of there. Um, I do want to commend Shannon uh, Dungy. She is the president of ABC. However, my slight, just, just, just a very slight grievance with that. Why does she have a show coming back to begin with? I said that on the last episode, she's had a history of racism, like even since the election. So I'm not even really sure. I don't know the time frame for how long shows are, you know, think tanked over and, you know, decided whether or not they will be actually brought back. However, in the last couple of years, she has been saying some pretty racist shit since y'all president was elected and even supporting him during the election. So not really sure how she got a show i'm glad they pulled it now the only thing that i have to say to um channing is miss uh dungy i'm gonna need for you to air that episode of blackish that we all noticed that was pulled at the last minute um when it had to do with like kaepernick and the nfl protest i'm going to need for that episode to come back because you guys were showing the episodes, like the previews, as this episode was coming up this week, and then the week of, y'all snatched it from us. And I'm going to need, if you snatching shows, I'm going to need for you to actually put that show on the air, because you let a racist, racist Roseanne episode, you, you let a racist Roseanne <laughs> episode air, but you snatched the one about the protest. So I'm going to need for you to keep that same energy and actually push that damn show back so we can all see what the fuck was going on on that Blackish episode. Um, outside of that, like you said, fuck, uh, 
fuck Roseanne, fuck her excuses. Ambien even came back and said, girl, you tried it. Bitch, um, you, bitch, you guessed it. You guessed it. You guessed it. So, Roseanne, I hope you enjoy the royalties that you are no longer receiving because a lot of these stations now are pulling her uh, reruns. And I hope you learn your fucking lesson. I'm sorry to the people that lost their job, but you also should not have hopped on board with a racist bigot like her. So, that's your own doing. Um, real quickly, cause this bitch. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Who else? This bitch is crazy. Like this I just like a huge rant session. <laughs> this bitch is, you know, black China is a thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and she don't give a fuck. Like I, I, I am partly on the level of her not giving a fuck, but this bitch really don't give a fuck. She's pregnant. Are you serious? When did right. this news break? Right now. Stop. Why would you wear that to a graduation? If y'all ain't caught this, y'all should see it probably by the time this come out. She wore a tight-ass pink dress with lots of cleverage out. And, um, she I wore mean, to her, just inappropriate. The titties are out at a graduation. It's probably a kindergarten graduation. So why are you there like that? And I ain't never known China to have a gut without being pregnant. She's no, just she's really pregnant. pregnant. Dang, girl. She I got three different baby daddies. Is this why being kid got coins? This boy Who is, is a he? child. He's Who a is child. He? He's some rapper, one of these new rappers. We've I don't even know who he is. Looking just like Tokyo Tony. Listen, looking just like her mama. Mm-mm. Do you, sis, though? Get your coins. Yeah. You know, I don't um, even know if he has coins. He's one of those new up-and-coming rappers. I don't know how many coins he has. So it's like uh, you playing this out horribly. At least Drake baby mama planned her thing out perfectly. Did we talk about that last no, week? No, we didn't. And I don't really know if I want to talk about it. But we knew this a while ago that he been had a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. But it's like out of all bitches that you raw dog in my nigga. Listen. This bitch? Her? I would have been happy if it was like fucking Bernice or the other bitches you was fucking with. And you know what? This to me, when I think about all of this, when I have to sit with myself and think about some of this stuff. Excuse me. They had, like, a list of people that were known to have fucked her in the past. And that just goes to show, like, these niggas will literally fuck anything. Oh, it's accent. And my thing is, y'all ain't even fucking good pussy, though. I mean, listen. And that's she a fact. She fucks for a living, so how good can it actually be? And that's a fact. How good can it actually be? Um. So, I, you know, out of oh, all the Drake. bitches in the world, she probably gave us some good sloppy toppy. Um, but... I mean. Hey. And I and and you know what I was wondering when he was gonna come out with the baby and apparently he was supposed to talk about it on his album. Dang, and didn't even get a chance. <laughs> and Pusha T exposed <laughs> that ass with them braids. Didn't even get a chance. Is he, sir? When are you gonna cut them things? Them things look no, like they those, they are <laughs> so fragile at sweetie, the end. Sweetie, he's not cutting those. Those are his warrior scars. Okay, <laughs> that those braids are unbelievable. He's letting you know that he's a real nigga. Okay, those braids are letting you know he, he had them is, braided to like the each side of thin. his head. It's they're like, thin. They're, they're not so fragile. They're not. They're not big plaits. They're thin. They're, they're paper thin. That's how you know, like, sir, you probably had just been getting your hair braided over and over all these years. You ain't got your ends trimmed. You ain't got nothing done. Those braids are so thin. But I do know, like, I was waiting. 
we all knew i won't say we all knew i knew a while back that you know you, you can't hide these rumors rumors don't i mean some rumors are fake but some rumors come out and you know they true and you try to mask them up and you just can't really mask shit like that right up. um and they were saying that drake is paying the baby mama lots of money Damn. and the way she was smiling in those pictures the bitch is happy she so she's is. getting a check she's, i'm walking on sunshine <laughs> the bitch is Whoa. running <laughs> she's running up a check okay you know what i'm saying feel good um so the way that she's smiling and looking in these pictures you can tell that she's getting she don't give a shit but on the flip side that nigga probably had her so tight-lipped like bitch if you say one more fucking thing i'm cutting it all off and you know what they said that he's been supporting this lady but he hasn't had an official paternity test now that is where i say drake you probably, I mean, shit. We ain't seen the baby, though. It, we have not. And you know what? They say that he flew her out and the baby out. But you know what? Maybe the baby is just undeniably his. We don't know. But, just like Aubrey. Yeah. But you know what? He has enough coins. So I guess, like, if the baby just so happens to not be his, I guess he has enough coins to just throw away those couple of months of child support. Okay. However, okay. I, myself, would not be paying a dime, a nickel, a red limited edition penny but without my is, but my a paternity test niggas know who they shooting up the club yeah, with they do. so he has an idea like damn yeah this is the my timing, baby the timing because i sh- i shot up that club you know what i'm saying i ain't shoot up the club with old girl but i definitely shot up her club yeah so yeah i don't Dang. really know what the deal is with that and speaking of babies we still you know we got a couple of glimpses of beyonce mm. um on the run tour she, she just so came juicy. out but I apparently heard that those twins were not hers. Um, the pictures that she was holding with the, with the braid. Well, those don't look like her. They we they were know. a little chubby and brown. It, it doesn't matter because we've never seen them. We've never there seen them. There were other videos, though, of their... No, no, like, no. I'm saying prior to that video, we'd never seen them. So we wouldn't have not known if they were, yeah. if they were hers or not. We couldn't yeah. have known if they were hers or not until the video of them renewing her vows. And you saw the two little light-skinned babies, and you was like, you know what? They look like her. The mother babies? They look like I little. don't know. But we were just so excited to yeah. see these kids. It was like, dang. But apparently, those were not the babies. Those were not the twins. And I'm really, I really want to see what they look like. And you know what? When I first saw that picture, I was like, oh, the twins. But when I actually stared at the picture, I was like, there's no way. Because she showed the picture when they were babies and they were very fair. Children. children, Chase was fair. Children don't get that brown. Yes, the fuck they do. Chase nah. was, I'm tell, I'm, those kids don't look anything like how not, the pictures that not they show. how they look but children definitely well, get brown i get that but i mean when those when she had that picture when she first had them they had very distinct features i will show you pictures i'm not talking about complexion i'm talking about the features that's why i said that i didn't think that those babies that she was holding were hers when the, the pictures the pictures of the babies that she was holding on tour. With the, the ones oh, that with, came with the out. Braids. I thought you were talking about when she was, when they first came out. And no, she, no, 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 no. Oh, I was I'm like, not talking about, I'm talking about those, that picture that she released herself. Those babies had very distinct features. And that's why I was like, those babies don't look like the ones that she released. So, Sir and Rumi, they look just like Blue. So, they do. And, <laughs> and they she's so are cute. so cute. Like, I just I just love it. I'm still trying to swindle tickets out of somebody for the concert. If y'all want to send us to the show, um, hit up Random Tanner Podcast live. at gmail.com. You know, um, outside of that, I just want to touch back on the Pusher T Drake thing. Who do you think won that technically? <laughs> I, you know, oh, 
I don't I, I don't want to say one because this is some really good and I'm not a rapper and I don't know rap beef and I don't know all I don't the know rap, rap I, don't, I don't know these things of, of that but what I will say this was a good rap battle um, it was I didn't even know they had beef I'm sorry At, you know what I had an inkling you know I'd follow a little bit in terms of rap I knew there was like something back in the day but I just assumed since we hadn't heard about it it was done for like it was over and done however I will probably edge this out for <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Pusha T yeah. only 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 because mm-hmm. and I'm not caping for no motherfucking body body because I mean the facts and the tea Are that the was real. I mean, listen, a lot of it. <laughs> and that it was overflowing. And that song was I felt I was I was hurt. I was upset. Like I Drake. Upset. I was upset. <laughs> I wasn't upset. I was just like, wow, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. It, but it stung I a think one bit. of my favorite parts was at the end when he said, And you talking about you upset. <laughs> and I said, Well, damn. Well, all right, sir. Um, I don't know if Drake can come back from that. I mean, he done spilled all the tea, Drake. I mean, this is tea that you can't come back from because he never said nothing about his baby. So yeah. it's like, how you got to tap out. Yeah. And Jay Prince, he calls himself like the old head. And he was like, you know, I heard Drake's response and it would have just ended a lot of careers. So, you know, I still want to hear it. I hope they leak it somehow. I wonder, did he even respond or his motherfuckers yeah. just talk? You I just wonder. talking. I wonder. You just talking. Yeah. They, they trying to, you know, and the fact that you having like an OG step in, like to try and like give you some like confidence and say that you would have won. I don't know. Cause Pusha T is a beast. He's a beast. We know this. We know this already. From from grinding on fucking I mean, tables in listen. high school. <laughs> like we still doing grinding still to this do day. It. Still do it. Like so, you you can't deny that. Can't but deny that. I don't know. Um I do want to touch very briefly. I know we had spoken. We didn't actually shit on him, but we said that something was going on, but Kanye has actually officially come out and say that he was diagnosed as being bipolar. Um, you knew. We knew. Um so in light of just all the things that are going on, rest in peace to Anthony Bodang. That hurt my heart. And Kate Spade, like we know that I'm mental sad. health is real. I'm so so sad. I pray that Kanye ends up being supported by people that actually will help him versus kind of I guess encouraging and egging on his behavior because bipolar disorder is a very serious thing you know you have the extreme highs you have the extreme lows and all of which he's presented in the public so all that I can really say and all that I can give to Kanye outside of my really disappointment in him for purchasing that photo of Whitney's bathroom. Um, All I will say is that I hope he gets the help that he needs. But back to Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. That hurt. And I I feel like um, it's so much that you don't know about motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's so much. And and it's only so much that people will tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be very close to someone and they still not disclose actually how they're feeling. And, and the term is go. When I hear people say, go check on your strong ones or, or go check on your friends. You can check on them. um, But sometimes it's more than what you can do. Um, And so I don't know, like, if, if, if you notice something, I feel like you should be like, well, have you tried to talk to somebody? Um, sometimes people aren't open to that. But it is so important to take mental note of how your friends are. 
Um, mm-hmm. especially during I mean they motherfuckers have so much she just sold her company for billions or millions I don't even know billions. how much money money um, and apparently she tried to come out with another line under her daughter's name and it didn't do good um, but uh, she suffered from years of mental illness mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm wondering I don't know her personally but I'm wondering was that ever treated it um, wasn't they said that she was embarrassed that seeking help in that way would tarnish her brand and that's sad because i don't understand why people feel like just because and and and, i mean she had a mental illness but just because you're trying to seek help mentally right that is something wrong everybody has something going on like you know everybody has something going on it might not be the same as the other person it might not be as serious as the other person but we definitely have to take an account to what is actually happening and so you know it's sad yeah it's, and, it's and, really and she sad. left away and both of them left um children um children to them and it's suicide is no I, it's not an easy i don't know why people choose suicide because you can't take it anymore yeah. i still feel like it's a coward move um but that's just my personal that's just my personal opinion on it um Excuse me. but i feel like we t- we gotta start and until everybody around us and your community and the people see that mental illness is real, we have to take account for that. So until we all as a community like come together, like this is something that is okay. Like when we accept drug addicts or when we accept um, people that have alcohol problems, like this is normal and this is okay, then we can actually fix the problem. Yeah, removing the stigma from it would definitely be... Um, a help because like you said and I think what's what I took away from it because I've been kind of open and I've kind of touched on here and there you know recently about some of the stuff I have have a lot going on but I can say that um, without getting too into it I can say that there have been times where going through some of the stuff that I've went through I would have appreciated if somebody reached out and said hey how are you doing because there have been times where like I've noticed that I wasn't myself and I was like when I sat back and thought about it, I was like damn the people around me haven't even noticed like I'm not myself and it's hard because you can't you kind of get into the space where you want to tell people what's going on but then you don't really want to burden somebody else with your issues and I think for me you know I speak that I'm you know I've seen a therapist you know I have those resources but at sometimes you do get in a dark place and I can't say I've ever been in that space to where I want to take my life but I can and I want to say this loosely like I can somewhat understand where you're in that space where you feel like no one really actually cares to reach out and support in a way that you may want them to but you're too afraid to reach out and ask so I think for what I took away from all of this especially like with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain and I'm not by any way and I think both of us are probably not by any means putting them on a pedestal because because there are everyday people there are everyday people like even in our lives now that are going through something like this and I just want to take that time to say reach out to your people not necessarily just your strong friend but you never know how much just reaching out like that person that may be on your mind it was like oh I haven't talked to them in a minute you may not know how much that may make a difference and I can speak personally that that in some of my dark moments it makes all the difference in the world when someone just reaches out and says hey how are you doing you know like what's going on so just reach out to your people but like I said this kind of what I took away from this is this there's no 
distinction between like you know their status they were wildly successful in their fields they had money by terms of like economic status you know so and it affected them too same thing and I'm still hurt about Robin Williams he was one of my favorite actors and you know he took his own life too and he was very open and I would say in just terms about speaking about his depression and I'm you know kind of wondering what his circle was like you know because he actually spoke out about how he was always in this space but you know acting was kind of his like release escape Yeah, yeah his escape so I wonder you know so that leads me to say like like, again, like you have to make sure that you check on the people that you're with, even if they aren't willing to necessarily tell you flat out. Just be that support, because that can make all the difference in the world when, you know, it comes to literally life and death. And it's unfortunate that these two individuals who are so, you know, appreciated and liked in their various fields, like, you know, they're going to be missed. Dang. I used to watch all his shows. Parts was, Unknown was my shit. Like when I say that stuff, every fucking thing. That, he when we talk about the episode where we were foodies, like that man was a legit food. He would eat everything. He would eat everything. He embraced oh. different cultures. And you know, he has a history too for anybody that's familiar with him. You know, he's had his own personal struggles in the past. But you know, the what I loved about Parts Unknown is that, you know, that was like his escape. He always spoke about how, you know, embracing different cultures and how people come together over food <laughs> as much as we talk about food but you I just know, I just really I'm, I'm sad like that one hurt it I, really did I'm gonna try to get off this real quick but I always wondered in, in in not in just theirs but in everybody like before you take your last breath or before you, you're actually about to commit the the act I would love to know, like, what were these people's last thoughts? Yeah, like, I, like, <laughs> what, like, when you when you decided, like, this is it, like, what was your thought? Yeah, and you know what? And uh, we can't, of course, we can't ask anybody that. Right. Well, actually, there are people that have tried to commit suicide mm-hmm. and have failed. Um, but I just would. I just would love to know like the backstory yeah. and get a little bit more insight of like what people are actually thinking yeah. in that last moment. Cause I think, you know, and you know, you hear about people that leave notes and I feel like those oftentimes are like their last thoughts. Like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm going through this, but you know, the thing about Kate Spade that kind of touched me because I it just showed and I, I'm not going to blame her. I'm not putting any blame on her whatsoever because mental illness, you'd be surprised how it takes you outside of yourself in certain instances. But the note that she left her daughter, like, you know, I've always loved you. Um, this is not your fault. Ask your dad. And then it comes and out that he that- had and then he had it had come out that he had asked her for a divorce like that. Putting that on your daughter you know, because there are so many different feelings that could come out of that f- now for her daughter. You know, she feels like, oh, it's either my dad's fault and or my mother. You know, she may have resentful feelings for her mother. Like, a it's, it's a lot of different feelings. And that, to me, I don't feel is fair. But like I said, 
depression, anxiety, those dark places really do take you out of yourself where you're not necessarily thinking about what makes sense. So I just pray that anyone that may be listening to it, you know, we talk a lot about mental health and wellness on our show and our own personal journeys. I pray that if anybody is listening, that you take the time to take care of yourself. Do that step for yourself to where you actually give yourself a chance because, um, this is sad. Yeah, I, I'm really it's, sad. It's really sad. I didn't want to get that deep. Yeah. I didn't either, but I just um, felt... I felt I compelled know. to say yeah. that. But we are going to have an upcoming episode about things of yeah. that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so for stay sure. tuned for that. And uh, you got anything else to kind of end this on a lighter note? You know, I just want to get quickly into some of the shows that got back in. And this going to be, like a, this gonna be a, 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 a quick, quick, get quick, quick. It, please. <laughs> this is not going to be that long. It's going to be a quick wrap up. Basketball eyes is getting crazy. Uh, Jennifer be acting like this bitch is not the problem. You are the actual problem, bitch. If you keep your motherfucking mouth closed, a lot of this mouth shit will not, be, will not be an issue. Now, I get you can talk about how, I mean, you got two sets of friends. And that's kind of hard because when you got a friend that don't yeah. like another friend, you got to keep it cool and keep it funky. But no. She doesn't stay neutral at all. You got to stay neutral. You know what I'm saying? So you saying one thing to provoke somebody else. And then when it come back to you, like, oh, I didn't mean to say it like that. You said that, Girl, bitch. You should have you kept your motherfucking mouth said. closed. You should have kept your mouth closed. And then as far as Evelyn and Jennifer go, Evelyn is, I mean, Jennifer is actually being a puppet to Evelyn right now. Yeah. Evelyn has been messy. Jennifer actually has been messy too, if y'all have watched the previous yeah. show. She's messy boots. However, this whole fiasco with her and um, the new castmate about them talking about she was doing happy endings yeah. at her spot. You bitches knew. And that's what I hate when you get around a bitch. You be like, to say it was that, a joke. Well, oh, I'll say what I said. No, bitch. I want you to say what you actually said because what you said was not a fucking joke you weren't you were laughing but you were dead ass you were dead ass serious and the point is if i get information about a bitch and we're talking and i don't know her first of all i'm not coming to you like well i've heard so and so you know what the fuck i'm gonna do with that information it's going to the back of my mind right and I'm a peep. What the fuck you doing? Right. And then it's and then if something come out, I'll be like, you know what? Well, I did. Mm-hmm. I heard that, but yeah. I don't know if it's true. You just don't come out the gate talking to a bitch that you don't know about that bitch's friend. Like she not gonna go back and tell the other girl. Right. And then when it comes to y'all, y'all want to act like boo boo the fool. Like you don't know what the fuck they, that y'all was talking. They were talking about, and it was a joke. It was not a fucking joke. Right. And this is another reason why I could not be on one of these shows. That I would be somebody ass. I mean, listen, it's a lot. I, I just, you know, I said, I think I may have said this on the last episode, or maybe we were talking about it. I just can't wait for that scene. They probably going to wait until the very last episode or last couple of episodes where it comes out that Evelyn slept with one of Shawnee's exes. And I pray it's not Shaq. But that, to me, just kind of wraps up this whole thing with Evelyn basketball. Been she's been messy. But, I mean, she's, she's been out here. She's very beautiful. She, she But she's been a whole, them the type of bitches that you got to watch. I'm telling you, watch your fucking friends. Them is the type of bitches that you need that, those to watch. Friends. Those the bitches are. that slide in nigg- niggas DMs. The bitches that talk about, oh, he tried to talk to me. Or I seen him so and so places. Them is the bitches you need to watch because they'll come up and creep up behind you and try to sleep with your fucking man. I don't trust none of them bitches. Dang. So besides that, um, I haven't really been watching too much of anything. I actually caught up on Claws. I'm not fully caught up on that. I'm going to finish <laughs> watching that. I'm behind because I put up a status on Facebook about trash TV that I needed to watch. But Queen Sugar, and this is the last thing that I'm going to say. Queen Sugar is back. Um, and now I w- what I will say is I have not been left on like, 
cliffhangers. I, w- I have not been left on like a ooh, what's gonna happen yet? They're building it they're, up. They're build. I they're they're building it up, and so I'm waiting to see what's happening. But I did feel for Nova when she found out that she could not use those articles for Girl. her book. She's sick, devastated. She's sick because you could tell she was really passionate about those. She's sick. So I'm hoping after she was looking at the poster on the wall, I'm hoping maybe she has like an archive of things under her bed, some voodoo and some voodoo. She papers. started completely over though. <sighs> so that's sad. Hollywood done got his check. Did we ever figure out how much money he actually got? We didn't, but you know what? Me watching that with him, I'm cringing because it's like Hollywood. It's going to go fast down. He's talking about buying. No, no, uh, this nigga has Aunt an Vi. in-house barber. Listen, Investing talking in business. about investing in businesses, talking about buying on Vi, you know, Louboutins, like red bottoms. It's like, sir, slow down. Slow down buying rings. But you know what? I was like, I was listening I liked to, the ring that he bought her. Though. I did too. You could and tell you, that was special. And you know what? I caught, and I don't want to say he actually told us how much money he got. But I need to really go back to see if they ever told us how much. I don't think they did, but it was a substantial amount just from how they prefaced it last season. I was wondering when they were sitting at the table, did he actually tell us? Because he was like, I don't care if I got $2 or $2 million. So I was like, did he get $2 million? Girl. Or what? Like, I don't know. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, was that how much money he got or no? I don't know. I don't know if it was that much because... To me, I feel like, you know, Ava and the writers at this show, they set it up very perfectly. And I love how they give the different dynamics on this show because they touch on so many issues within Mm -hmm. our communities. More specifically, we get a little bit of money and it's burning a hole in our pocket. It's burning a hole. It is literally. Not only burning a hole. Um, as you just said, they, they touch on so many dynamics. As far as Ralph Angel goes, hiring somebody else, we will put our people through the mud before we try to hire exactly. them. And he was like, well, he do this and he do that. And then Char- not Charlie Nova had to check him like, well, you, boo-boo, that was you. That was you just a that year ju- ago. That was just you a year ago. Right. So now you're trying to talk over somebody because mm-hmm. you got you to take a step. You got to take a step back and look at yourself, boo-boo. Yeah. Who was this girl that Ralph Angel was talking to? I don't know. I was glad girl? it wasn't the thought. I yeah, was so I was, glad it wasn't was the like, thought. where did she come from? And you know what? A part of me was glad that they did the dynamic because, you know, we saw how he slept with the, the, the thought, the town thought. She's pretty though but i was glad that they replaced his like consistent cuddle buddy with another single mother because that kind of put in the that softened it a little bit because it put in the dynamic like they're both in the same situation they just trying to get their shit off a little bit but you can tell that she may be a good person so and and i was just kind of upset at the fact that he was sloppy and blue saw him and Blue was like, I tried to tell you, but you right. were some lady. Because when you think about it, Blue was, what, six, seven years old, and he's peeing on himself. That's trauma. So it's just like, I love they everything about this, this show. They dissect this show so much. I love like, it. I love it. I love it. They dissect this show. If you pay it, like, it's so many things that if you pay attention to. Yeah. Between Blue and a dynamic of, actually, Ralph Angel was not his father. Right. Um, but, but you can little, see the struggle. The, the acting out how blue is because he's missing his 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 mother that goes vice versa with people missing their fathers yep Mm-hmm. And so the little things that happen yeah. in this show, I'm like, who the fuck the is The little nuances. This? And I said the other day on Twitter, I love the fact that they um, instituted the idea of lupus because 
lupus is one of those things that you don't hear a lot about in mainstream shows. They may like get cancer or something serious to where, you know, you feel like, okay, this is going to get real. But I love the small nuances. Like, you know, I advise she was dancing on the dance floor with Hollywood. And, you know, <laughs> we went through these pineapple readers by the way guys um i love the nuances you know her feeling like lightheaded or fatigued like all the little things that people that may actually have lupus and see it up close th- it's it's a one it's on point and i just love all the nuances that they put in the show right ava to see if we can get a show to dissect Girl, queen sugar give us the official podcast of Queen Sugar. We will dissect the fuck out of these episodes. <laughs> you, don't you don't get it. Don't they don't get it. Get it. Did you That's have anything it. else for TV? No. Okay, really briefly, I just want to say shout out to Lil Wayne for winning his lawsuit against Birdman. You know, that, <laughs> nigga, is, that nigga is planning extravagant weddings with Tony Braxton. He didn't want to pay Lil Wayne his money, but Lil Wayne said, I got another thing for you, and the courts did too. So he got more than $10 million for that, and his CD will be coming out. Um, wow. Lastly... Uh, really quickly, we never spoke on this. SZA, I pray because she's been MIA lately. You know, she's she's, her vocal cords. she's uh permanently damaged her vocal cords. Oh, they're permanently, they're permanently dam- damaged. She did like a post and delete on Twitter, um, about this is maybe a couple weeks ago now where she tried to sing again at some show and then she went back to the doctor and they said it was permanently damaged. I'm so sorry, I don't want to reach shady. out to your people. I don't want to be shady. Oh God! I, really I was wanna... taking this a couple of places, but what's going I on? I don't want to be shady to SZA because I love SZA and I love her album. But when you hear her in person, she can't sing. But you didn't hear that from me. Okay, um, she SZA, she hope can't. all is well. <laughs> um, that's sing. that's probably taking care of you and your family. Hope all is well. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I don't agree, but this is her <laughs> livelihood, so that's all. I'm oh, girl, say. get your qu- now. You sound good in the studio now. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes people just don't. She can't sing in on the stage. And you, you know, know what? On that, I do you have anything what, else, buddy? I don't know what she be saying though. Okay. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back. For Random Tandem Podcast listeners, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download with a free day 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. One of my personal favorites is called I'm Judging You by Levy Ajay. This book is perfect if you're looking for an instant mood booster while you're on the go. You can download this book and many more by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Random Tandem Podcast. Again, that's audible.com backslash Random Tandem Podcast for your free audiobook. Forty-five oh, yeah. is an extended one. Yeah, it's like a big, like, like. Wait, like, how, if oh. you can see how we looking at the canvas, we to figure it out. Twenty-five fluid ounces. <laughs> Wait, an extended. It's bigger than that. I'm gonna have to. It Google may it. have been the twenty-five. Oh, I, gotta okay. look, I gotta look at the damn extended can now. You hold your line. <laughs> you all i know is it was not the little cans that you get in the store it was like i i was like oh okay like it's i can't actually close my hand around this oh and then me being me i was like well i'm just gonna drink it well okay so we gotta find out if there's an extended can because uh we drank the 25 fluid ounces of the pineapple i think Rita. the extended can is a 25 fluid ounces okay it that's probably what we is had. yeah that's what we had well you have to if we ever see you we'll have to have a riga together we'll have to like cheers it or something. cheers it or something you know <laughs> gotta have a good right. thought juice to humble yourself every now and then Oh, it will humble you because I was sitting there. I was very warm. <laughs> <laughs> like us My now. My friend was like, 
And the funny thing about it, because uh, this was around the time when they uh, did the mango readers on the read. Ooh. And so my friend, he bought me that strawberry reader for that specific person. So he just kept looking at me like, so how do you feel? So how do you feel? So how do you feel? I was like, I am very warm. Okay. As we're fanning Sweating. ourselves right Sweat. now. Like, what the fuck is, what do they be thinking about when they manufacture these? Okay, I'm not going to get into that. Okay. It, it's a lot. I don't know. It's a yeah, lot. I, yeah, it was definitely the 25 ounce can. Because oh, it's a God. big can. Because yeah, I can't even is. bring my hand around it. Yeah, so this must yeah, be yeah, what you that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. You probably like, paid oh. on that on the run tour. You probably paid like fifty dollars for this thing. And this shit was uh, two dollars and twenty four cent. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, he, yeah. It was like thirteen dollars. See, yeah, they play too much. And that's where you and got I was me like, fucked up. I was like, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> you got me all fucked up. I know you fucking lying. But he was he was determined, so he paid for it. And I was like, well, good on you because I ain't behind that shit. I mean, sweating billets at the damn concert. Well, welcome Listen. back, guys. I'm sure you hear an unfamiliar voice. Um, we have a <laughs> guest on. Yeah. Would you like to introduce our guest? Um, oh, well, let's see. Where do we start? We have a magnificent gentleman, <laughs> uh, Trillificent, if you would like to call him, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Curtis. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Listen, I've been fan boying slash girling <laughs> since I got the, the message like, do you want to be on the show? It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Boy, laughs> they want me. And I promise you, I ain't no fucking body. We are no fucking body. <laughs> I promise you. Promise Listen, you that. I said what I said, okay? But thank you for being I, on. Thank um, you for having me. In honor of Pride Month, you know, we've been on the theme. We had Lupus Awareness Month in May. We have Pride Month mm-hmm. now. We wanted to kind of keep the theme going here. So we wanted to invite you on and just have somebody just like from a fresh perspective. Obviously, we don't know. So, you know, you're going to have to school us on a couple of things, you know, just to talk about pride, you know, what it means, what some misconceptions are, um, just anything that you can think of. And that's kind of the direction that we wanted to go. So thank you so much for joining us. It ain't going to be okay. like real, real serious. I'm at all. I'm real I'm real goofy and so I might ask you some <laughs> stuff and you'd be like, girl, I'm not answering that. So if you don't want to answer that, just be like, girl, no. Okay. Listen, anybody that listens to my show knows I'll be telling all my business. So all of it, it. It is okay. It is okay. <laughs> where do you want to start? You know, we're all the years here. So um, let's where would you start like to with, start? Let's start with the history. Okay. Because I, I think a lot of people don't really understand that there is actually a story that goes with pride. Mm-hmm. It's not just always circuit parties and poppers and eating ass in the middle of the street and all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Wait, that come on, see. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> eating ass. Have you eaten ass in the middle of the street? Be no, honest. you know, I'm. Be honest. I'm particular okay. when I when I decide to die. Okay. Dine and, and dash. You know. Okay. You know, you can't eat street wares wherever you go. You <laughs> have on, to be, I can't do this. Come on. <laughs> you have to be mindful of, of quite a few things I can see when it that. comes to the derriere. So, no. I can see that. I can see that. But why would somebody want to do that, though? I mean, it's all if you outside, it's hot and sweating. I don't know why you, you know, would want to dive on into that. Well, uh, mm. These might get crazy, though. I guess if it you got real fucking, it could get crazy. So I ain't gonna say nothing. I mean, I've seen seen some things. Tumblr is is, is an abyss. So oh, wow. it, it gets worse. It could get worse. Um, that's just I don't know why that popped into my head. But anyway, 
so the history of Pride, it actually started off as a riot. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Stonewall riots. Mm. So that was the start of it. So that was June 28th, 1969. And see, I did my research and I got my notes app open. So okay. I'm not going to say the wrong thing because okay. I refuse to be on anybody's podcast sounding the fuck stupid. So <laughs> it was in Greenwich Village in New York. And it was a police raid of the Stonewall Inn. So the Stonewall Inn was a place that catered to transgender people, effeminate gays, butch lesbians, basically everybody that wasn't a cisgender white gay man that you always kind of see in the media. Okay. Um, so that place got rioted and they they rebelled, you know, the rebellion in the street. And then that's where uh, the story of Marsha P. Johnson who threw the brick at the police and mm-hmm. Sylvia Rivera. Um, they rioted for, I want to say it was three days after that, after that, uh, the raid of the Stonewall Inn. Okay. And these are a lot of facts you're dropping on us right now. Okay. <laughs> facts, no printer. Gotta have it. Okay. So- and so a year later, June 28th, 1970, that was the one year anniversary of the riots. And that was the first gay pride March. And it happened simultaneously in New York la and in chicago and then from there it just kind of expanded uh the message i think is different now but at least the history is there okay so what would you say has changed since that time in terms of like pride what are some of the um perceptions that may have changed from that time i think the biggest thing is the lack of actual pride i think it's i think it Sometimes it's conflated because, number one, I think a lot of people don't know that history. Like, if you say, hey, we're going to the Pride Parade or the Pride event or whatever, nine times out of ten, whoever you're going with, especially younger people, are probably not going to know why there's a Pride outside of. And so it becomes, at least in my estimation, I could be wrong, but my observation has been it becomes more of I'm proud of who I am singularly versus I'm proud to be a part of this community and we as a whole are celebrating each other and ourselves if that makes sense oh okay okay so plus it's a it's a it's a different it's a different beast there's corporations involved and you know there's a it's a whole different thing it's not just a march it's not just people coming together on the street like it was in 1970 and, and saying we did that and now so y'all don't ever try to erase us and y'all know we're not to be trifled with. We're going to march just mm-hmm. as a reminder. Now it's kind of like, OK, we're going to party and, you know, this club is going to have strippers and this club <laughs> is bringing Instagram personalities. And I don't often hear about pride events where there's actual information or like information you know yeah not often i'm not saying never i have heard of you know workshops and stuff like that but then nobody goes to the workshops so it's just kind of like yeah the i mean it's still a good thing because people who can get together people who feel like they may be underrepresented or whatever the case may be like it's still a good thing to get together it's just that the history and the message behind where it started sometimes I feel like it's lost in translation, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Because okay. I know 
so like in Chicago, I live in an area, they call it Boys Town. Like it's a block over from where I live. And I know Pride Month in general is like a very huge month, but they have a certain mm-hmm. weekend. I think next weekend, actually, in Chicago, um, they usually have a full-blown parade. And I mean, I don't know if, shoot, we could probably go back to episode this time last year. I got caught in that traffic. And I mean, it like extends, oh, yes. it's it extends from the north to damn near downtown area of the city. And it's very huge. And I just, you know, what I took away from it by being stuck in the traffic, you know, you just see different, you know, races, you know, obviously different genders, you know, you see transgender people, you know, participating. And I guess just me um, being a hetero female, you know, I never really knew that there was still that like separation that you're speaking of, of like, you know, people aren't really having the same values of being together in terms of pride. So what would you say like change? What do you think changed that? Um, I think part of it is kind of a shift of who is representative of the community mm-hmm. because like the the people that I talked about earlier, Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, those are trans women. But now, when you think of the LGBT community, I would say probably nine times out of ten, you're going to be affronted with white gay men. Mm. And the everything that goes around it revolves around them. Even the rest of the community, like... The G is usually at the forefront and the other like lesbian, bisexual, transsexual, so on and so forth are kind of in the background and the gay men are at the front. Mm -hmm. And then in front of that is white gay men, you know, now, because even now in 28, like there's there's separate pride, like usually every major city has a black gay pride that's separate from the regular pride. Mm. Mm. You know, like I know they have that in in Houston, I think in D.C. too. Uh, so there's even then there's this separation because the the plight of the white mm. <laughs> so, does not it, it translates over to this community as well. Speak on it. So um, speaking of separation, um, when you discovered or I guess when you knew when did you when did you actually figure out that you were gay? Was it like as like going through high school like you knew when you were like a little boy like you know what i feel a little different from everybody else um no i didn't i didn't it wasn't from when i was a little boy it was definitely well mm. when you say little boy <laughs> what's the not, age not like little not like little boy because i and i just went back to i don't watch episode i don't watch empire and this is so cliche but i just remember watching an episode when i started to watch an episode of empire where the boy was trying on like heels and things of that nature and he was and the and the parents were upset at him and he was like five or six so when i say that did you know like that time like what were you playing with like dolls or like you just like you know what Mm, i had an experience with a woman that i didn't like and i feel like it's something else for me that's that's kind of what i mean not like little Uh like an infant well, no, it was it's a little bit of everything. So when I was a little boy, like, I played with dolls and, you know, tried on my mom's clothes and stuff like that. But I also played baseball and video games and basketball. So it was I didn't understand what I, I was just doing stuff. You know, I wasn't I wasn't mindful of the fact that that I was trying on high heels and, you know, falling in the closet and things like that. I was very mindful not to get caught. But mm-hmm. Okay, but so, I would say the when I realized and knew what I was doing was probably in middle school, seventh grade. So what is that? 
like 12 13 mm-hmm. yeah and so when you when, and when i think of separation i know we all have like cliques i won't say cliques but when you get in high school or like school like you have like groups of friends that um uh-huh. that you're friends with was it easier for you to have if you ever had that conversation was it easier for you to have that conversation with somebody of the same race or someone of the opposite you know the opposite race or did you ever have that conversation or even just going along in life who was it you know who did you not clean towards more but you know how we say we see the white white gay instead of like uh-huh. black gay uh-huh. like was that like an issue for you or it was kind of like the same well not really because the the high school that i went to was what they call a melting pot and it was literally some of everything um, but in high school, I was kind of like a mean boy, so it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't really an issue then, you know. I was just I know I did get clocked once because I was a little bit uh, too free with my gaze in the locker room once. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I, I was but I was also mean. So rumors would go around about that, and I would hear about it, and I was just like, so what? So what, you know, it was like, it was, it was more of a, I was known for being shady and mean and I wasn't even very popular in high, but the, the, the first thought when people thought of me was not, Oh, there's this rumor that he was looking at dudes in the, in the locker room. But as far as your question with the conversation, when I went to college, I went to a white college and my friend at the time was actually a white girl. And that was the first person that I actually came out to mm-hmm. um and that was just comfortability you know we we were hanging out all the time and did stuff together and so inspired from that i had this guy that i was childhood friends with like when i say childhood friends think about that friend that you play video games like we were in the front yard mm-hmm. playing power rangers doing cartwheels and climbing trees and shit we fell off because my family moved and then my grandmother moved into the house that we moved out of. So on a whim, I went over in that area and we reconnected. He ended up transferring to the college I was going to. So we were hanging out and everything. So I came out to him and that was the, I got a negative reaction there. Mm, damn. Yeah, And he was, he was black, black, cisgender, heterosexual male. Um, and it was that was pretty much the end of the friendship because he was like, you know, we don't ever need to talk about this again. You don't ever wow. need to bring it up, et cetera, et cetera. We never spoke again after that because number one, like I'm not, I'm not telling you so I can be like, like dear you. nigga. Yeah. Well, not that too, but also it, it wasn't like a dear nigga. Let me tell you about <laughs> my first bottoming experience. Like it wasn't anything like that, but it was just something that I came to this place when i was in college that the people that are close to me should probably know um besides that i don't know if i've ever really had to come out come out my family is a whole different story Mm. um and friends that i've made since then they usually know what the deal is up front like i don't have to come out and so how do you feel about that and and i don't want to say feel about it like you know how sometimes you get around people and i don't want to sound like rude but like you know how you get around somebody and you can kind of sense that if someone were to speak that to you like you know are you so and so do you get offended by that if you have not told them or you would rather tell them yourself oh that's tricky because you don't want to assume right and offend that person 
Well, yeah, there's that. You don't want to be wrong. You never know what kind of reaction you're going to get. You never know what people are going through. But you also don't know people's temperament. Like for me, I would have, I wouldn't say a visceral reaction, but I would definitely be looking you up and down because you're in my, not so much because you clocking me, quote unquote. But because you in my business, I don't like people in my business. Like, why are you talking to me? And I'm that person. Like, okay. I, you know, someone says something at work. I'm like, why are you speaking to me? Like, why are you? <laughs> right. Why are you? Why are you? Up, Marianne. Right. You know, Susan, exactly. Worry about I'm yourself. that person. I'm that person. Like, why? Why are you even alive? around me like <laughs> this is a disservice to my existence <laughs> so but i could see how it could be now i did have situations where i had one job and i was working with younger uh women because i don't really i don't know men are men are garbage anyway that, uh, i mean speak on it because we i mean we know we know they're yes they oh shit. yes oh yes they are garbage no no bag um and but it's it for me personally it was like an after the after the fact you know so it was when it was clear like if if I just I assume sometimes that people know and I start talking about some guy and it's like oh I I thought you were because I remember one of them, and we're still friends to this day I'll never forget she was like well I knew that you were gay because. Um, Cater to you came on and you told everybody to be quiet so you could hear it. And I was like, it's a great song. It's a great song. That's a good song. Did you hear Beyonce going off at the end? Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? But I was like, okay, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. So you spoke about how you knew for yourself, like in middle school. What do you think? Well, let me, let me stop you. I didn't know or I wasn't accepting Oh, okay. I was being I was being fast. Oh, okay. So that's a whole different I think thing. All like of I us didn't were feeling fast in middle school. Oh no, yeah. no, I wasn't feeling fast. I was being fast. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh. All right. We'll just put um, that down and put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's it's a different thing experimenting and not really knowing what you're doing, just knowing uh, that you okay. want to do it versus I know who I am. This is part of my identity. I stand up as a proud gay black man. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I didn't have that until college. Okay. And even then, it was mired in uh, stereotypes. And there was a lot of things that I had to unlearn the older that I got, even from coming out, quote unquote, so what were some of those things? If Do you mind sharing those? Like, what were some of the things that you had to deal with personally? Um, personally, like, examples of things that I had to unlearn, uh, like bottom shaming, you know. Oh, okay. Um, they get kind of a bad rep because it's kind of the way straight men talk about women. Ah, uh, okay. It's kind of how bottoms are talked about sometimes. Well, some of it is in jokes, but some of it, there's a lot of, I don't want to, it's, a lot of it is, is rooted in misogyny and it kind of translates over because the receptive partner, you know, if you want to be fancy with terms, the bottom, the person that's being penetrated, getting fucked, whatever. Um, so for some reason, the level of respect is lower and it's, it's kind of the same as it is with women, but with women, it's worse because women get it from all. Right versus a gay man at bottom may only be getting it from tops or other bottoms 
You know, he's usually not getting that from women too. Women get it from men, from gay men, from right. Mm. Okay. Straight men, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so that was something that I had to unlearn. I had to unlearn the whole, if you sleeping with this many dudes and that makes you a hoe and I got to be pure, which I unlearned very fast because hormones, hormones, <laughs> W-H-O-R-E-M-O-A-N-S, hormones. hormones. Mm-hmm. So I had to unlearn that real quick because I was like, well, I can't sit there thinking you a hoe because you sleeping with these dudes when I'm turning around doing the same shit. <laughs> like, right. You know, unless I want to stand up and be like, well, I'm a hoe too, which I, you know, I kind of did, but whatever. So those type of things that you kind of see in, in the media too, like, oh, all gay men are promiscuous. That was something that I had right. to unlearn. Because even I went through a period where it's like, well, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want nobody in my house. You know, mm-hmm. and when I say house, I don't just mean my physical space. I'm like my Your body, body. Mm-hmm. my my space, mentally, physically, whatever. I don't want nobody in my house. I had to realize that if I'm feeling this way, then there's probably millions of gay men, lesbian women, whoever in the community that feel the same way. So the promiscuity thing, you know, that was something else I had to unlearn. A lot of my education in my 20s as far as being a part of the community was unlearning things. So now I'm more of, I'm trying to highlight things. I'm trying to have conversations, which is why I started my podcast. I'm trying to be more mindful of the other parts of the community because as a cisgendered gay man, I still have privilege over lesbian women. I still have privilege over transgender people. So something else I had to learn was that I need to help elevate them. Now still, I need a helping hand too, because I'm a minority, but I know that there are still people under me that I need to help lift up as well. That's true. So now I guess I wanted to kind of get on like misconceptions and or how things are perceived. But I guess I just wanted to start with, you know, some people may not be familiar with the language. So when you say like cis man or woman, what does that mean? So a cisgendered man or woman is basically someone who agrees with the gender that they were assigned at birth. Oh, okay. So if you say I'm a woman and I have woman parts, you're cisgender. Okay. Is that short for anything? That's the whole term, I believe. Oh, okay. Cisgendered. I don't know. I don't think the cis. It could be. I don't know. I never looked it up, but I think the whole term is cisgendered versus transgender oh okay all right it could i mean it could you know english language whatever (laughs) so what are some i guess things that you would like people to know or what are some i guess perceptions of the gay and lesbian community that you've seen and or people kind of misconceive outside of that community um well one thing that i see a lot on twitter is that HIV is is a gay man's disease. Right. Like there's still no. people to this day that will. I saw. I mean, I, as recent as this past week, I saw a woman on Twitter. She was getting dragged, of course, because she was like, "Oh, you gay men, y'all make up X Y Z percentage of HIV cases." And da da da. And someone had to read her down. Like, well, actually, sis, you're a black cisgender woman. Y'all are the number one leading cases. Right and exactly. new infections like educate yourself before you start spewing mm-hmm. 
So that's still a misconception. You know, again, like I said, the misconception that gay equals promiscuous, um, the misconception that LGBT community, LGBT plus community means white gay male. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the other people are not getting left behind. Just kind of the basic right. things, you know, everyone, uh, everyone is not in the club every weekend doing poppers and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, now this may sound like a silly question and there's so I feel like they're they're always adding things to LGBTQ Oh yes. Z-Y-P-W-E. Like Listen, I don't like, I, I I'm I'm part of the community and I clocked out a long time ago. I'm like, okay. Cuz I was going to be like I was going to say like plus. so what is the queer like I know Q means queer but what is I know I understand Well, gay. I see that's the thing there's there's two Qs so there's queer and there's questioning. And oh. to be honest, I've googled it and the for me and i maybe it's me maybe i don't know things i need education but queer the definition of queer is has never really been clear to me okay. now someone else probably get on here and and ramble it off and you'll be like okay that makes a lot of sense but for me i went into a rabbit hole one night and i was like none of these definitions make any sense <laughs> and i know that it's not like such like a straight line <laughs> but i feel like it's just so many that it's it's like how do we? I understand the gay, the lesbian, um, the transgen- transgender, yeah, transgender. <laughs> Come on, transgender, Come gender. on, pineapple Rita, transgender. Yes. Forget it. Dirt. I can't even get it out. Transgender. <laughs> yep. But yep. The, it's just so many. It's like, can we? How are we going to so, keep creating all these categories? <laughs> like, well, the thing about it is. The people already exist. Right. And as we go, it's defining what does this mean? Uh, okay. Because okay. LGBT in the beginning and then A could be asexual. That doesn't mean asexual people just now popped up. It's just they just now have a term to describe what they as- subscribe to. Okay, see, you know what? You say the A as asexual, and I'm going to ask well, you, what does that mean? Meaning. But I thought A meant allies. Well, and see, that's a that's a point of contention about whether ally is part of it. I mean, oh, okay. Because, like, um, just the sidebar, like, in corporate, like, I join the LGBTQA, like, you know, the forum, the group at my job, because, you know, I consider myself an ally because I support everything about pride and things like that. But, like you said, like, sometimes people misconceive that. Probably because of the, you're saying asexual, and what would that be? Um, asexual is basically people that don't really have sexual attraction to other people. Wow, so you like just fucking yourself? Right. <laughs> I mean, no, it could be you just don't have any type of sex drive, you know, or you could be, huh. and then there's different terms for, it could, I think asexual, and then there's is, is a blanket and there's like I know there's like demisex there's there's different like okay I only get a sexual I only feel sexual attraction if we have an emotional connection there's a term uh, for that okay no you know it's just a term for all of this so basically what it is the LGBT has become a a coverall if you will a blanket for anything that deviates from the quote unquote norm. So that's why there's so many terms being thrown into it, because everyone is trying to be included, if that makes sense. Okay. Mm, okay. 
wow, that, that, that's, that's this is so, a lot of information. A, I appreciate this so much, like because you know, and I only know a little bit about a little bit. Like I said, there's <laughs> there are better gays out there than me. I only, you know I do what I can. You just do what you, you know. What you know. Drinking wine and I'm starting to feel it. So let's go. I mean, shit. <laughs> so and I'm trying to catch up with y'all because y'all got the y'all got the 25 ounces. Listen, every the been gone. This been gone. <laughs> Ain't nothing going on over here. Um. So when you, I just have so many questions. I maybe I. <laughs> I let's, so go, let's go. Let's go. Like, That's what I'm when here we, for. When we are. Tr- well, we'll say we. When when gay. How do I want to say this? Are you <laughs> are you attracted to certain different types of gays in that? under that blanket you get what i'm saying so like you just have like maybe a bisexual person are you okay with a bisexual person are you okay with the transgender person does the person looking like a woman not attract you even though that you know what i'm saying like is it just like a certain type that people have or are people just like free and open um yes and no okay so i would say no because just like you as a straight woman are not attracted to every man that you come across. True. And a I gay actually... man, you know what I mean, is not going to be attracted <laughs> to every man he comes across. Okay. And then as far as presentation, as far as feminine versus masculine, it's different for everyone. There are some hardcore, uh, I actually have a thing on here that I wanted to talk about that I saw on Twitter Basically, you know, there's the mask for mask gays is what they call them. So that's your I'm a man and I'm attracted to men and I want my man or the guy that I'm sleeping with to present as a man, act like a man, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but it's a spectrum. It just depends on the individual person. Like not every gay man is going to be attracted to feminine men. Not every. okay, And then. And the other thing with when you bring up transgender that people kind of conflate is you have to understand that gay, lesbian, and the rest the rest of those are sexual identities and okay. transgender is a gender identity. Okay. So when you throw transgender people into the mix, you have to add on the additional layer of the sexual attraction. Okay. Because it could be a transgender woman, but she may be a lesbian because when she was before her transition, she was attracted to women. Ah. After her, her transition, she's still attracted to women. So that makes her a transgender woman that's a lesbian versus... Wow. Ju- Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's so it's so, mu- <laughs> it's yeah, so it's much. A, I it mean, don't get me wrong. Though. It's no, a I get lot. It. It's a lot. It's taking me time to, to understand those dynamics and listening to conversations, listening to people speak and trying to understand it better because it, things do get tricky when transgender people become into play because not only just transgender people but femininity period especially in the gay community femininity is is looked down upon and I say again it's, it's rooted in misogyny just like women mm-hmm. are looked down upon overall you know like we're the world is doing its best to try to correct itself and prop women up where they're supposed to be but we know you you can look at multiple news stories a day and see how women are treated unfairly exactly and then when you start throwing on the minority labels it gets worse Mm. you know case in point uh something that i don't know why this has been on my mind but the woman and i'm horrible with names so i apologize but the woman who 
uh, had the run in with the police and the Waffle House, how she was treated and how we don't hear much about her versus the men in, in, in the Starbucks. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it doesn't end just because you switch over to the LGBT community. Like we have our vices, racism, sexism, mm-hmm. misogyny. Hell, it's gay men that are homophobic. It's gay men that are mm. transphobic. Like none of that stuff hey, goes away. I think it, I was just listening to something about that. I listened to so much. I listened to so many things all day. I think I was listening to a, about uh, gay men that were actually homophobic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and had, that's. Um, I was just gonna say they had what was it, and not to bring in reality TV into that, but what. Reality. Well, you know that's my jam. love and hip hop. Miami. I think that's what I was talking about. That guy, he was gay, but he hadn't come out yet, and he was clearly homophobic by gay men. Yeah. So then, what yeah. do you like? I mean, <coughs> I mean, that's well, see, not, that's that may thing, sound like a not, silly question, but well, it's and it's not a definition. It's not defining what he likes because he knew what he liked. He mm-hmm. had dated. He had dated that guy. Right. That wasn't the only guy he dated. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. I didn't know. watch the show, so I'm a little confused. <laughs> but well, his you know. issue more specifically was he seemed to be turned off or more so homophobic by men that were a little bit more accepting of themselves. They okay. he called right. them feminine or, you know, okay. a little bit more flamboyant okay. than others. So yeah. that's what his homophobia was for. Oh. Right. Or and so like I said, like I was saying earlier about things that I had to unlearn, because that was something that I had my, when I was a gaby. A gaby. Having to unlearn that kind of stuff of of hating other gay men for whatever stupid reasons and a lot of that you see that internalized homophobia a lot of times it is steeped in resentment of other men that are bold enough or have the opportunities to live freely whereas you feel like i'm stuck i can't do that because of my job like that specific guy i'm remembering His whole thing was perception because he was like, I work, I don't even remember what he did. Yeah, he was like a I, fashion a, promoter type thing. Yeah, whatever he did. He worked and he, he felt like I have to have a certain image mm-hmm. for myself. And so now, and he may not even have been consciously aware of it, but he had that resentment that he couldn't live out loud right. the way other gay men around him were. Even the dude that he dated right? that was, was out. out. Mm-hmm. And that you know, just, and that. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, go ahead. No, that just made me think about this episode because I love this show on um, Netflix called Queer Eye, and they, uh-huh. they have these guys on there, and they come give people of all. Was it they didn't never they never did any women though. I don't think they did. I women. don't think so. It was all men, um, and they gave them like life makeovers from like your look, your house. Um, yeah, because it's a it's basically a remake of right for the straight guy. So when mm-hmm. you were just talking about the guy didn't feel comfortable in his in his role, there was another black guy on the show who right. was also um, I want to say he was an engineer and he felt like he couldn't be himself. He had to look hard, so he had like this really full blown beard. He had to mm-hmm. act hard, but he was gay. And also, they they documented his journey of telling his stepmom that he was gay. Mm -hmm. So that show, for me, really was an eye-opener because you never know what people are going through. And the the look of fear, um, this is just a sidebar, the look of fear in his eye when he had to actually confront his stepmother to let him know that he was gay, he thought that he was going to lose everything. Exactly. Right. Well, the thing about it is that's... 
in 2018 is still a legitimate fear of losing family, losing friends, or losing life and limb. Like on mm-hmm. my show, I, I, I look through LGBT art, LGBTQ articles trying to highlight news that a lot of people may miss. And in the past few weeks, I've come across multiple articles of gay men being attacked. Like it's wow. it is worse, mm-hmm. you know, gay men being attacked, transgender women, especially black ones being killed. Like right. there's a lot of elements that go into it because you feel like you have to present a certain way so that you don't lose family, you don't use friends, you're not judged at work, you don't lose your job because we know that's still a thing, even though they're not supposed to discriminate about uh, your sexual orientation. We know that that's still a thing in, in conservative corporate America. You don't know how your family's going to take it. Then you get disowned and you're alone. Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. So it makes sense for a guy, especially an engineer. That means you're probably working with 99.99% cis hetero people, or at least that's what they claim. Cause you know, we all know and people be doing some wild stuff behind right. closed doors. He had you a go swing to work, in his apartment. Like, oh, I'm married and I got a husband and I'm this, that, and the other. And then you, you go home and you swing it from the chandelier with another woman. You know, you never know. <laughs> you know, a lot of people lie about what they do behind closed doors and then turn around and judge the next person. That's right. So... Let me just kind of uh, put you on the spot here because I know Ooh, we uh-oh. talked, we talked me, offline. Let me sip my wine. You know, <laughs> you know go ahead. We are all for the libations, you know. So we talked offline, dating. Okay. okay? Let me figure it out. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> we talk about all the time niggas are trash i'm so tired they, of they, oh my God. So garbage. Niggas are trash. So, they go out of their way to be trash listen, That's what really they will waste migrants. your time they go out of their way to waste your time so yes it's no us. different in gay land okay all right it's <laughs> no different but so, go ahead with your so, question so, so tell us about it like how is that how is your dating life where do you meet guys and this may sound so cliche but like how do you typically meet i don't go nowhere so i don't meet niggas nowhere because i refuse to leave my house i resort to apps and never respond to people so (laughs) how do you i just want to say that i'm on my spiritual journey so i'm no i'm I'm bullshitting (laughs) no i'm actually the same like i don't i don't like to leave my house and i don't want nobody in my house so i don't i'm because my friends get on me about this a lot I wouldn't say that I'm not open to it, but I'm, it's not something that I seek. Oh, okay. So I don't, I'm kind of like halfway out there. Like I got one foot in. <laughs> one little pinky toe out there. Right. Like I got up to my, my like ankle in and then the rest of me is out. <laughs> and it's like, it's going to take somebody worth a damn to pull the rest of me in, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, as far as meeting guys, I mean, I use the apps, but eh. I, don't, I feel like uh, they be creeps. Motherfuckers don't be on shit. Listen. I mean, it's creeps everywhere. So everywhere. It, it just, and that's the thing that a lot of people conflate that, especially with with gay apps, because the gay apps are something else. But the idea that and the gay apps are are strictly for sex, and if you want to meet somebody with substance and blah blah blah, you need to meet them in real life. Blah 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 blah, so that you can get to know them. Blah blah blah, and it's like. See, I watched Investigation Discovery. (laughs) And it has taught me, or rather, it has reminded me 
that it doesn't matter where you meet a person ever because you usually you're going to be meeting their representative and people have this false sense that i can spot xyz in a person if we face to face and it's like well that's not true because if that was true y'all would be marrying the wrong people true y'all wouldn't be having babies with the wrong people you wouldn't be caught in a situationship for 12 years and then you writing into the read and shit <laughs> like Please you know what it. I mean so people people are not as good at determining other people's personalities as they think they are okay. sometimes you can like that guy that wrote me on, on tinder that was trying to like it was weird and I never responded he called me the fat Beyonce so I mean you can get goat the, smelling wait Beyonce. what we <laughs> I Okay, so on my Tinder app, I never like I'm never on Tinder. And then when I do get on Tinder, I don't respond to people. That's neither here nor there. It's some so personal, the, thing. <laughs> personal because, issue. Well, see, they be wait, but see, they waste time on Tinder too. I don't. They do. Don't it's like, what's the point? Like, why you swipe right on me if you're not on speed? Oh, that's me. or not gonna respond. <laughs> I should her. say that's, that's me. Decora. Um, but so, I mean, that's me too because I'm like, I don't. So I got, but at this point, I was not actually on the app. Like, I deleted the app off my phone, but I never canceled or you know did that you still had the account yeah so i got on and he was like what's up and obviously i never responded because i wasn't on and he was like um when can i take you out to eat and i was like never respond he said what did he say he didn't say fuck you he (laughs) said he said he said oh no oh this is what he said he said fuck you he said you he said with your low budget looking beyonce self probably smell like a goat with your fat looking <laughs> self and i was confused because i was like nigga you just tried to holler right. at me and then here? you and so then you tried funny. to take me out to dinner so you wanted to take the fat beyonce who smelled like goat out to dinner so yeah. you can kind of yeah. get some of that crazy if you like if you pay attention close enough that nigga was crazy and he displayed his crazy before we ever went out so he got blocked well i would probably consider that mild because i mean <laughs> really no. yeah i mean the same thing happens on the gay apps uh you know you if you don't respond fast and, and the thing about at least in my experience i can't speak for everyone but in my experience a lot of the guys are so impatient because they just want to go 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 if you don't respond fast enough and you're playing games and this that and the other and it's like maybe i took a break to go pee <laughs> maybe i wasn't on today maybe i took a social media fast right well, i mean maybe i'm at work no for real <laughs> i don't be doing it's like I've, I've had that it was like oh man you plan they don't want to talk they don't want to again it's not a blanket statement it's just my personal experience a lot of them if i get a bite because i don't get many i don't know i haven't figured quite figured that out or maybe it's i don't know it's like oh it's the vibe you put out whatever everybody has something different right but the ones that i do it's just like everything they just want everything so fast like it's not even i don't what's faster than instant because that's what the niggas want (laughs) expedited it's like i mean can we have a like and they don't understand wanting to feel comfortable with who they're speaking right I think that's before. across anything. Cause. You know, it's like everybody is not. I, and I, I, there's, it's no judgment. Like if you were the type of gay that hops on grinder and five minutes later you got dick in your mouth, have at it. Where's the dick at? Shit. I mean, I ain't getting no. I probably could get a bunch of dick from Tinder. I just refuse to res- not respond. But right, know, yeah. But as far as why I said that that was mild because of some of the messages I get, it's like maybe real. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Just, it's creepy. It is so creepy. Maybe trying to get cracking. Listen, the, the first and I don't. I 
it could be me. Somebody might drag me for it, but I'm like, when the ones where they, they try too hard, and so they have like this paragraph and I like hate their it. phone I number in the paragraph, that <laughs> creeps me out. I'm sorry. Fucking, ha- fucking hate My it. My skin crawls. I hate it. Slow it makes me want to delete the app. It's down. like slow down. Relax. And I think the reason why is because when I was in college, I made the mistake of like kind of entertaining that type of guy. Mm. And it turned into like a month long, months plural long ordeal. And I mean, the next thing you know, this uh, this was back in Yahoo Messenger was popping. So okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm carbon dating myself, but it's fine. But he's on Yahoo. I love you, and I'm like, sir, you don't. We've never even right. met. I don't. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this. Said, you don't, don't like live anywhere him. near me. It's just you know you, you know how they say on Twitter, don't feed the trolls. When you're on the apps, don't feed the crazies. Don't no, feed the weirdos. Real. They fall in love fast. But yeah, it's no different. The dating between gay men, uh, lesbian women, I think are a little different. <laughs> but gay men um, and heterosexual people is not that different. I think it's way different for transgender people because they have a whole different experience. Um, and then you ha- then you have to start throwing in the layers, just like with straight people, like as a black woman, Damn. you know, I, uh, so I would have, a, I have a different experience than a white gay man right. because I'm black. I have a different experience than a uh, Hispanic, than a Latino, than, uh, you know, go- so on and so forth. But, uh, a lot of it is just kind of trans. <laughs> It's just, you know, you know, it's that thing where it's like you don't want to be objectified and you don't want to objectify. But then the people that seem like they kind of about some substance, they come across creepy or they ugly. So it's like, <laughs> or they're ugly. Like, I'm good I mean, them. we have to, we have to tell the truth. And Call I mean, it's, it's plenty of people that probably think I'm ugly and that's fine. You know, I don't want you in my house anyway. But, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't think I, I think that's a common misconception. People feel like or. From the outside looking in, they think that dating and and hooking up and all that kind of stuff with specifically gay men, because again, the gay men get highlighted the most. Oh, okay. You know, and it's like those misconceptions. So it's like gay men promiscuous, lesbian women they get married after three hours. <laughs> um, three hours. Bisexual people they they don't exist. If it's a woman, she can be bisexual. If it's a man, he just gay. Mm-hmm. Transgender people, it's a whole different can of worms. So each different indi- each individual group has their own thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Okay. So it, it ain't easy over here, child. I tell you. Woo. The Lord. ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> like Nene. Woo, the ghetto. The honey. ghetto, child. The ghetto. Um, mm. I guess, you know, you've shared a lot of information with us. And I know that you speak a lot on your podcast about, you know, your journeys, your experiences, et cetera. Plug yourself. Plug yourself, please. So my podcast is called Gay Side Stories. Mm-hmm. And it's an LGBT plus cause, mm, podcast where basically I just try to have the conversations that I don't see a lot of. Okay. So, um, it could be dating, it could be sex, it could be sexual health, it could be just different things going on. I mean, I've had transgender people on, I've had obviously a lot of gay men, I have lesbian women. Like, I just want everyone to be able to have their voice, tell their stories, and be involved in the conversations. And also, not always 
have to have the same conversation. Like every now and then I will do that. But every time I have a transgender person, I don't want to talk about just transgender stuff. Now, there's Mm -hmm. things that I haven't dived into yet, but I will. But overall, the, the overall encompassing theme is telling these stories, having these conversations and relating these personal effects so that maybe someone hears it and they realize or they're reminded I'm not alone. It's not just me. Right. And that could be with anything, just your sexuality could be dating. My, my hope for the show is that someone hears that and they, and they feel that sense of community, someone speaking for them, or it's an opportunity for them to speak for themselves. Cause I always have different guests. Like I, I almost every week I have a different person on the show. Like I want people to be able to, be involved in the conversation. Right. So that's what my podcast is about. Yes. And you have a new one. Just wanted to plug that real quick. I, well, it's the podcast is not new, but I'm new to the, to the lineup. So it's called ratchet ramblings. I know, and that's basically right. <laughs> we get together two of my, two of my friends, Jeremy and Candace, and we just talk shit about reality TV. So right now we're covering black ink crew, Chicago, Ooh. Boy. Um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac, and what's the other show? Um, basketball Wives? Yes, Basketball Wives. Mm-mm. And um, it's it's a comedy podcast. Let me preface it by saying that because we talk a lot of shit on there. There's a lot to, you know, to talk about. We have jokes for days about Jackie, Ring, um, Jackie Christie's uh, neck. So <laughs> good night. It was nice talking to you. I wanna, you know, I hope that you have a great night. You know, enjoy your wine. And you know, and that's gonna be a wrap for us tonight. Listen, I appreciate we have I just I just to plug the, the the shenanigans and the foolishness on that show. We have an episode entitled "Infinity Neck Rings." Oh, okay. Then I just, right. t- then I just tell was you goodbye. So and you still talking? <laughs> I told you goodbye. And you still talking? <laughs> Infinity ring. Okay. All she, right. Oh, y'all forget. Keep forgetting Jackie Christie sixty. Y'all keep forgetting she that. She is sixty. Y'all she keep is forgetting sixty. She's 60. God she damn, she's too old to be being that damn messy with them twenty year olds. Listen, agreed. Actually, you know what? She ain't wrong because Evelyn old as fuck and so is Shawnee. And Evelyn is like damn near fifty, old as fuck and so is Shawnee, uh, yeah. and so is Tammy old ass. Oh yeah, Tammy did that. Tammy just. I love Tammy. I'm sorry. Tammy looks like she smokes cigarettes and drink. She does and drink beer. She do. She does, oh, but that, but yeah. So those are my podcasts, Gay Side Stories, uh, Ratchet Ramblings. I might have something else cooking in the works. Who knows? I'm lazy, so who knows if that'll come to fruition? <laughs> okay, but yeah. Where can what people I do. find you on social media? So you can find me. My personal accounts is Trillificent on all social media, and if you want to email me, it's Gmail. I'm Please do, please do. <laughs> yeah, be I message me. Keep it in the I message. Hashtag. That's my hashtag. Keep it in the I messages. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Trillificent and my show, Gay Side Story. You can just search for Gay Side Stories on Google or Ratchet Ramblings and all of the stuff will come up. I appreciate it. Thank you again so much. Do you have anything else you may want to tell the people that are listening about Pride, about you, whatever? What is it? Um, parting thoughts, just happy pride and hopefully 
it's not as divisive as it usually is, but you know, people gone people. So, but if you're listening to this and you are part of the community, or even if you're allied, celebrate, educate yourself, celebrate, be free, and enjoy. I I, I feel you. We gonna enjoy. Okay, and you enjoy Get. your birthday. It's your birthday weekend. Woo! Come Gemini season all day. I don't y'all give a damn about how, how, how none of y'all feel about a Gemini. I don't care. And you crazy it's as hell. Get season. off my phone. Good night. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank y'all for having me. Like I'm a I'm a huge fan. I I stumbled across the show probably through John. You know he he Shout retweets everybody's stuff. And uh, I heard, I listened to it, and I was like, "This, this is my kind of carrying on." <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, y'all are in my. I have my podcast separated between main and, and minor. Y'all are in the main. That means I listen to every episode. I be waiting with bated breath. <laughs> you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm what? here for it. I, I love y'all. So I, I'm really honored though, and, and that y'all had me on the show. And keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I am a fan. Thank you so much. True fan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. You know, we're going to holler at you. You know that. We're going to holler at you. Yes. Yes. Enjoy your weekend. Y'all, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Peace. Well, guys, we're going to wrap it up. That was a great interview with our guy, Trulificent. Um, We got all into... I mean, we got into we a got lot into, of stuff. We got into a lot of Shout stuff. Shout out to him. You want to get into your wins? Uh, I mean, we can, but I mean, you still. Okay. Okay. Um, My win is just actually joining the Twitter community again. Now, I know. I saw you. I was surprised. I, I let off about three rounds and ain't been back. <laughs> and disappeared. <laughs> I can't I keep up. I was like, oh, my shit's on Twitter. <laughs> I got on and disappeared. I almost forgot how to use it. Somebody said something to me and I was like, how you find me? So it was all weird <laughs> i retweeted your tweet and i was wondering what he was talking about and he was like what up though i was like i didn't say anything to you so i was confused yeah that was because i retweeted oh okay. but shout out to you for joining the community you know the people want to mm-hmm. hear from you shout out to me if you trying to follow me on instagram because all you're gonna get is horoscope updates because i ain't been on there in a long time on twitter on twitter yeah that's what i meant it's coco loso <laughs> coco underscore loso with three o's like the pineapple Rita. Uh, my win this week is I'm giving you an update. Uh, the job that had me fucked up came up and I accepted the job offer. So mm. that's my win for this week. Okay. And I'm officially back in Milwaukee. So okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the pineapple. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. It just came out. So, okay. yeah, moving on. Holy Grails, what do you got? I ain't got no Holy Grails this week. My Holy Grails is a pineapple reader because it is truly a refreshing beverage and a refreshing beverage that I love because I do love a refreshing beverage next to water. Okay. Um, my Holy Grail is Pinterest. Uh, random enough, you know, I told my story about dealing with know. these fuck-ass... These fuck-ass contractors have had me fucked up, but I will say that Pinterest has really helped me confine my shit because being on Pinterest, you will want a million-dollar kitchen on $2, and I will say that Pinterest has helped me scale it back a little bit and uh, get my shit together. So shout-out to Pinterest, and that's my holy grail for this week. Any groove theories that you're listening to? Ooh, yes. I have two. Um... 
Let me start off by saying, you know, I may have said James Arthur before, but he has released two songs. One is called You Deserve Better and the other one is called At My Weakest. And he released it as like a short EP, but I love those songs. I've been listening to those all week. And then my other groove theory is Khaled and Her from the Superfly soundtrack called This Way. So those are the songs that I've been listening to this week. What about you? Y'all will laugh hard if y'all knew what I was listening to because honestly, I have not been been listening to music and the music the city that plopped into plopped the city yeah. that popped into mine this week was actually called silky soul music <laughs> this is not funny y'all it's not funny i don't even know why you laughing soul. silky soul is it a playlist yes it's a tribute to maze and Fank- frankie beverly Frankie. <laughs> i'm tired frankie oh, beverly <laughs> pineapple rena what's up <laughs> tribute to maze and frankie beverly with a compilation of uh, other artists actually singing their songs and so you know that's just <laughs> been silky my- soul <laughs> silky soul music tribute and you know it's just really your vibe because the i just was having this conversation kids will never know what what music is like today Mm-mm. and so the music that we're hearing well that we're listening to from back in the day is just really near and dear that's really all the max will brian mcknight's i was saying this earlier like that's it like these kids ain't gonna have shit unless they keep the momentum going with like frankie beverly gladys y'all ain't gonna get the percussion y'all ain't gonna get all you gonna get the bass you ain't gonna get the guitar you ain't and you know what pause real quick because that song and if i am ever i was listening to that today and you know them motherfuckers didn't have no music that was all acapella Singing, I had to, I straight had to, <laughs> vocals and i was laughing hard because i was like they really ain't got no background right and the nigga was vocals. like my friend <laughs> like you know that straight vocals you ain't gonna get that type of music so these little youngins y'all better hold on to what we've held on to from the 60s and the motown era hold on dearly because you ain't pl- gonna get that i still play it from my baby he know all the songs that's I all mean, we listen shit, to just like me i know some like my mother was born i'm not gonna put her age i said last week she turned 68 but you know my mom had me listening to solomon burke if y'all want to go back and look at who the fuck that is she had me listening to that she had me listening to something marvin something in the bluebells like my mother has really taken it back so when i say my kids will get all of this gladys all of this aretha all of this luther even maxwell I mean, they probably won't get that because that's a little raunchy. That's going to be my sex education in him. (laughs) All right. You got anything else? (laughs) Nope. Shout out to everybody that continues to listen. I'll be seeing the new followers, the new listeners. I see you. Shout out to you guys leaving us comments on SoundCloud. As usual, follow us on Instagram, Random Tenant Podcast, Random Tenant Pod on Twitter. And send us an email. You know, if you want to holler us a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit, you know. And tweet me. I mean, tweeter, because she ain't going to be on there for long. So you got to catch her while you can. But <laughs> shout out to Jacora being back on Instagram or We got to get the community off of Instagram and start having conversations on Twitter. Granted, we are already doing, y'all are already doing that now. I'm but already I think hollering it, at y'all on Twitter. Y'all know that. I'm going to have to holler. Yeah. 
we gonna get Jacora to holler at y'all. So whenever she tweet, I'm gonna retweet, and you gotta let her know, like, hey, I'm responding because she's a little rusty. So you know, just <laughs> holler at her a little bit. But yeah, shout out to all of you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to support our pod. You know, we we just try it. We just be sitting down, two friends in a room. This is the first time we've actually been a little bit of twisted off of Pineapple Rita, even though it didn't really do shit. Um, but yeah, so holler at us, and thank you guys for listening. You got anything else, buddy? Until next week, holla at you, girl. All right, guys. Bye-bye. My mind has